You're listening to I Like Your Dress, a show hosted by two wickedly funny gals who are knowledge thirsty. Join us every two weeks to learn new shit and laugh along with us. I'm Tori. And I'm Allie. Let's get started. Hello, we are back. Every time. I'm like, who talks to the mic first? Uh, <laughs> hi. After she just told me, um, oh yeah, okay, you're going first. And then, and then I, I was like getting close to it. I was like, hi, we're back. We are back in the studio with Portia Favreau. She is a former journalist and classically trained dancer turned pinup girl and showgirl. She's plunged a lot into the Vancouver burlesque scene, award-winning dancer, choreographer, and teacher with extensive experience working across Canada, Europe, and the U.S. She is the co-producer and creator of La Maison Less, producer of the Go-Go Bungalow at the Shameful Tiki. We all love that place. So fun. Oh I my god. I get so drunk. I call it adult <laughs> Disneyland mm-hmm. um, because it is. It's kind of like a Rainforest Cafe-esque. It's very cool. Oh, it's super fun. Um, like They won't tell you what's in like the big bowls. It's top secret. And <gasps> I just get so fucked up. It's magic time. juice. That's what it is. It's, it's good, though. It's amazing. It's good kind of fucked up. <laughs> Portia, welcome to I Like Your Dress. Yay. Tell Thanks us, for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. So I do all those things and (laughs) And secretly more and secretly more um yep I also have been teaching and producing in Vancouver for I guess the last six seven years wow good for you wow that's been a long time um but dancing my whole life and yeah I kind of thought I was going to be a journalist and segued into that and did broadcast for about three years and then decided I don't want to do that anymore and I want to have more fun and now yeah, here we are. Oh, good for you. Um, what does burlesque mean to you in the community? Oh, man. Big question. It is big a question. big question. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, So I come from, yeah, like you said, a very classical dance background. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, like, Portia Favreau is my given name. I don't have a stage name. Oh. No way. Yeah. I was wondering that right before we started. Mm-hmm. I thought it was your stage name. No. So I... Crazy. You just got a bomb-ass name. You yeah, got a bomb-ass <laughs> Oh like, my guys, god! I was born perfect. Oh, it's so funny because a lot of people are like, "Oh, what's your Muggle name?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't have one. It's that's me. This is just me." That is so Ooh, rad. Yeah. Oh. And I hated it when I was a kid, but now it's actually really helpful as an adult. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I basically I kind of got into burlesque by accident. I think a lot of people sort of definitely. I think that's a very yeah. common answer. But um, yeah, burlesque is. I don't want to say it saved me. It's, I was didn't need to be saved. But I come from, again, that background that was very much like you stand in line, mm-hmm. you wear this costume, you have your hair in a bun. This mm-hmm. is the way it is. And also I keep one hand kind of in the professional commercial world in Vancouver, but it is very much like things are changing. But yeah. it is like a look and often like I'm not a very tall person and I'm not like a size zero. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times you might just not get a job because you're not 5'10 blonde and mm-hmm. a size two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that is that world. So... I was teaching and dancing in a commercial sense quite a bit when I moved to Vancouver. And I remember there were a few like struggles kind of happening within kind of that community. And I remember kind of being like, ah, there's got to be something more. Definitely. And actually super funny. I ended up like seeing Cherry dancing at 
some tiki show at the Waldorf years ago. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going with a girlfriend and I like made her come with me. I was like, (laughs) we have to go to this thing. And I was like, ooh, this is really fun and sparkly. And then started my like creep on everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I started creeping on Gogo Bungalow when it was run by the former producer. I creeped on Cherry. I creeped on Lola. (laughs) I creeped on everybody and just started messaging them on Instagram. And then I started teaching tribute classes to them so I'd see Crazy. some of the acts yeah so and then I would start choreographing my versions of those songs to my yeah. heels classes at that point um so and then sort of this natural transition happened where I got contacted to teach with the BBC I started doing my own kind of solo act so I never went through like a program to start burlesque yeah. I sort of just just in like they kind of embraced you you embraced them yeah. and it was like a hand-holding affair it's yeah. beautiful I mean it was also really interesting to one of my wonderful colleagues that I have I work with a lot is Ariel Helvetica and yeah. she I mean for like lack of a better term I guess would be like the dancer quote-unquote uh-huh. in the burlesque scene before I showed up um and in the traditional dance world it was very much like well it's you know it's there's only so many spots yeah so but Ariel just like pulled a seat out at the table and like I sat down. So oh. that for me was like such a defining moment of like what burlesque is, is that there's there's enough of the pie to go around. There are yeah. enough seats at the table. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend said it really nicely a couple of years ago about dance in general. She was like, the more we all contribute to the pie, the bigger the pie gets. Oh, that's I so love good. That. That's a good way yeah. And I, I totally resonate with that because I, I mean, I just started with VBC like about two years ago, and the community is small but big in mm-hmm. a sense that everyone makes you feel included and a part of a family instantly. Yeah. And it, like, it doesn't matter how far you've been in the game for, like I had only taken a couple of classes um, and we did a performance with the Rio and then it's like, everybody knows each other by their stage name. Yeah. And there's that, some, it's a beautiful, beautiful community and oh, I'm so happy you're on. <laughs> um, how did you come to like, well, you did talk about like kind of joining with VBC. Um, so do you want to talk to a bit about us about La Maison Lust? Yeah. So I understand it's a production company that you got started with, uh, your fellow burlesque friend, Cherry on Top. <laughs> How did you guys come about that? Such a good name. It is such a good name. <laughs> so we met, I mean, Cherry and I have known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's interesting too. I kind of was like doing my thing yeah. in kind of like one hand in the burlesque scene, one hand in like the commercial scene. And... I remember, I think it would have been December 2017, Cherry asked me to go for a drink with her, and I was like, I'm in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I've done something. Like, I've, like, Aww. definitely, like, yeah. crossed. So I don't know what it is, but, so I was really scared, but mm. I was like, obviously, like, you know, she's stepping up to tell me to my face that, like, I've done something wrong. Oh. <laughs> and we sat down, and she was like, I want to produce a show, but I, like, don't want to do it by myself, and I want to do it... She had asked a couple of other people, but I think just schedules and yeah, travel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, I'd been running Go Go Bungalow for probably about two years at that point. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you're really organized. And I'm, I fully admit I'm very OCD and I'm <laughs> quite type A. So I like things to be very like. Very much the same. Very tight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's also where like a lot of things go sideways is that when things aren't organized. Again, that's yeah. my journalism background, I think, coming yeah, in. Yeah, totally. like, definitely. Just have your facts straight. Super and, helpful. Totally. Yeah. So it's interesting that like 
everybody's like, what did you do with your degree? And I'm like, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how it could go sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she said that to me and I was like, let me think about this. Mm. Um, and she had said, oh, I have this headliner I'm interested in. And that was Ray Gunn. Yeah. I had no clue who he was. Full yeah. disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever. Let me think about this. Da, da, da. And I almost said no. I was very wary about um, could I produce something you know, on my own with her. And like we both, as we started sitting down and thinking about ideas, it started getting like really, really big. big. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, you know what? Like, screw it. Like, let's just, let's just try. And if, yeah. And we thought literally at that point, it was, we just wanted to do this one super sexy show. That was it. Was Mm -hmm. that lust? That was lust. Yeah. That was it. That was, there was no plan to make this into La Maison Lust. This was no plan to do more shows. There was no plan to do Mm -hmm. corporate gigs. It was literally Portia and Cherry. And like when we dropped the Facebook event, it was just Mm -hmm. like, Portia and Cherry are putting on a show. Do you want to talk to us about what the show was kind of about and the dancers involved in that? Yeah. So we had, well, we brought on Ray first, which was really exciting. And then we both felt that we wanted to do um, something that just spoke to more levels of sexuality in particular. So the whole show is kind of, that one in particular was basically told we kind of were playing like the app of a relationship so like oh, we had a white crazy. section everything was very soft and like quite pretty which got into red when things start getting kind of mm, sexy yeah and then blacks getting like really sexy <laughs> yeah kinky kinky and then we got we were like what's this last color because I remember saying I want to do it through colors and we were oh, like what's this cool. last color and Cherry's like let's do metallic so we made that into like digital and how we communicate digitally through the ages that is so cool yeah and then so we laid that all out and we were like okay cool and then we're like Dreamcast, who could we have and we were like what if Lola and Cherry's like what if I got Lola and I was like that would be great to MC. and then yeah. we're like what if we like what if we asked Nikki and what if we asked Subscura at that point and yeah. who else was in it um da 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 well we ended up bringing Die Lovely on for last 2.0 in yeah. the new year uh, which was really cool yeah so we were like we'll just ask like we're like everybody's probably too busy like and it was just us winging it like we mm-hmm. didn't have a budget and everybody said yes so <laughs> so cool that was a big like shift and change and I'd yeah. gone to like my dancer friends and been like I'm doing the show if you want to be part of it and mm-hmm. like do some burlesque stuff and everybody's like okay so they trusted me which is really nice yeah. yeah and then it became we just dropped it and then the response to it was so interesting mm-hmm. like I had people literally come up to me like crying in the audience being like wow. yeah like I identify as either like bisexual or Omni, uh, like Aww. homosexual or demi or whatever, yeah. like so many different realms. Yeah. They were like that. I was actually feeling like I was watching this and wasn't being shoved like sexuality oh my down God. my throat, yeah. which apparently I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, but I had a friend who came to the show and then she saw Zumanity in Cirque du Soleil in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was like, the difference between those shows is she was like, yours was such a safe environment to just like whatever your identity was as a human Definitely. was represented mm-hmm. on the stage. And she was like, that one, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Yeah. No, I um, so this is secondhand mm-hmm. talk, but she was like, that one felt like it was getting like shoved down my throat a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she was like, they were really pulling up people from the audience and like kind of putting them in situations that... Yeah. Mm, yeah, so yeah, it would be tough, difficult. Yeah, yeah, so I'd be curious to see that, and like that was something we talked about a lot was how much do we engage our audience in things? And Definitely, we decided not to at all. We wanted everybody to be there and just 
just observe. Yeah, yeah. be like very voyeuristic into like Definitely. you know things. So that's why we had things going on in the aisles and we had things going up high. So mm, yeah, so cool. Yeah. So you basically started with one amazing show where it just kind of worked out with lots of people coming and being involved. Just the greatest, I think, way that things can happen just yeah. naturally when you end up getting that House of Ladouche. That was the other group I was going to say. House oh. of Ladouche. I was like, there's somebody else that was involved. Sorry, nice. JoJo's my dad. Like he's my sexy dance dad. So I like have to shout him out. So sorry. Oh, of course. No, totally. Shout it out in the middle. Yeah. That's fine. We're also like that. Yes. The way we <laughs> All the time. We'll just like interrupt and have a totally long tangent. You also had some other sold out shows. I think there was another one that you mentioned, which or you didn't mention yet, but was Wet. Oh, which yeah. Was the sexy spinoff of The Little Mermaid, which I'm my favorite Disney movie as a kid. 100%. I just yeah. want to be a mermaid all the time. Yeah. I'm, oh, that sounds awesome. What else is in the works? You've got all these things. Yeah. <laughs> done. We want to know more. All these shows. There's got to be something around the corner. <laughs> so, um, yeah, wet was, that happened, um, <laughs> which was wild. Yeah. So and you also had wet 2.0 as wet. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, to have the headliners we had to come in was just so, like, that's just dreamy. Like, yeah. It was so cool. Um, so and these are other burlesque performers that have toured with like really mm-hmm. big show names as well and have been a part of like really big big shows yeah across the world like yeah. it's, it's super cool to see in Vancouver well and it was interesting so last 2.0 which we did in January last year in 2019 Die Lovely came to us and she was like what's this lust thing oh, like I want to do it so that totally like changed things and then we had Tosca and Bryn Rout Root for pardon me for Wet we yeah like, they're both amazing humans and then having Inga, which was just like, I'm not worthy. She's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and Captain Kid from Australia, which is pretty awesome. Crazy. Um, there is so it's interesting. We actually have until like 2022, I Ooh. think, kind of figured out. Maybe 20. Wow. Like we have the next like three nice ideas. Um, Crazy. Yeah. It, it. What we learned though is that just to give like context, like yeah. Um. So we did. Lust 2.0, excuse me, we did Lust in May 2018. Yeah. At that point, we were already talking about wet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. She, and we at that point, we were like, maybe if we make some money, we'll do another mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And then we decided to do an encore. So it took us about a year, 18 months to get, like, wet, fully formulated. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, yeah. That, and actually doing the period between January to May last year, doing those shows tight, was pretty tight for us. Yeah. So we were able to do it. Um, Miss Cherry's obviously like pregnant and going to have a baby yes. any day now. Oh, so, so exciting. That's the only thing we're kind of Send like. Send her our love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is we're sort of just going to see what her life and yeah. timeline looks like. Fair. We have an idea for maybe like a smaller show, maybe mid-year this year. Oh, if cool. we both feel like we have the capacity. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but then, yeah, there's still stuff. Like we're talking to the Rio and looking at some dates. So there mm. might be something maybe later in 2020 potentially January 2021 that we're gonna kind of so cool nice. but it is one of those productions that like we need time to definitely, do it definitely, yeah definitely. so we're kind of in like the incubation stage still I think we're still like enjoying the post-show glow from yeah it. 110 yeah. percent like but, that was a sold-out show what 2.02 it crazy. like went super well it was an amazing nice. show thank you loved it. thank you um how- I love that like all of these things kind of started with like stalking or like creeping, oh, yeah. not in like a bad way, in like a I admire you kind of way. Yeah, and like that's so awesome. It's like super you know, cool. like when you see people you like really like or want to work with, just like reaching out, and then things can happen like super awesome like that. And that's totally. like I think the best way, and that's like I think a lot of people are curious, like how do I get involved? La, la, yeah, la. and it's like that was our next that question. Was our next question. <laughs> how can Stop looking at our notes. Yeah, um, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to interview us? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> journalism hat back on. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I think for um, this upcoming production, whatever it ends up kind of formulating into, I'm pretty confident we're going to have a, a, an audition process. Cool. Just because, so cool. yeah, we've had a lot of interest. And there's definitely like some mainstays of people that were like, I think we have our company and we have our, mm-hmm. like the tone of what we are looking to do in that rehearsal process. But yeah, there's been a lot of people reach out. So it's trying to find really high level dance execution and then putting in the burlesque and exotic side into it. Totally. Yeah, I said that to Cherry. I'm like, I think we need to audition. And Mm -hmm. we're also like interested in seeing like who shows up. Yeah, you never know, right? Yeah. And like I've done really like, like I said, commercial auditions. It's like you show up and then you like do your cool thing and then you like slay the combo, which I hate (laughs) that all that verbiage around it too. It's Mm. like, eh. Yeah. So I actually think, we'll see, I mean, we'll work on this, but I think it'd be more interesting to be like, okay, come in front of us and what do you do? Yeah. Like audition more like that because totally. I'm sure there's some gems of humans out there that I don't even, and you know, yeah. know, like I just found out yesterday one of my students has an extensive like swing dance career with partner go. dance and I'm like, oh my God, like, where have you been hiding? I love when things like that pop up with yeah. somebody you've, like known forever and you're like, wait, you have this entire thing that I don't yeah. know about? Like so, so cool. useful. Yeah, anyway. totally. But you know, a lot of it is also like it's showing up. Yeah. It's um, volunteer. I, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't want to say paying your dues, but it is like being present. I think maybe is oh, a better word to yes. use for that. Yeah, like definitely. being present, like it helps yeah like I've I've had some people send me like formal emails and be like hey like if you ever need an extra hand or like Mm. you know want like if there's any volunteer opportunities or like if you need a rehearsal person or something like that Mm. yeah I'd love to be involved so like I think that as opposed to just like you know I, I personally find social media so tricky. Like at yeah, times, I miss definitely. I miss a lot of stuff. I'll oh, be totally. F- oh, me too. Straight up about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So for me personally, like if you have enough time to like go to my website and send me an email and say, hey, I'm interested. That's so yeah. professional. And, oh, like, totally. Oh, people, I think underestimate like how professionalism like is like it's still totally a valid way to do things. Yeah. And like it could be way more helpful and clear because yeah. right off the bat, like what is happening yeah. and what they're looking for. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And not to put down like, you know, sending no. a Facebook I message mean, that happens or something. Too. Yeah. It happens too. It's yeah. all good. And sometimes that's the only way you can communicate with uh, somebody. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think there's also something to be said about like clear communication. Mm-hmm. And again, definitely. coming from a communications background, I'm yeah. like, What's your capacity? What are you looking for? Totally. How can we work together? And you're like all professionals out here. Like you're running a comp- you're running a business. Like you want to have mm-hmm. like oh, totally. I mean, I find like, like you're yeah, definitely. Working on a business. I find like in a lot of things. Like I've done like lots of performance poetry, mm-hmm. lots of like art, like random like artsy type things mm-hmm. and those hobbies. And, like I find for me personally, in ex- my experience is that there's not enough professional stuff around it. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then trying to make it more professional and like work with people who maybe don't have that as their like priority it can get like that's where the miscommunication happens mm-hmm. and you have those gaps in the void so yeah that's where I'm from well, <laughs> yeah. and it's so interesting too in burlesque I mean like yes you're also like your own dancer choreographer mm-hmm. yep. PR yep you know mm-hmm. at music editor yeah. everything you're your own cheerleader you are big yeah. time yeah. so you know and it's like a, a little will go a long way if you can actually like you know put those things in motion and like totally. I would much rather take on somebody for a project that maybe has like has some clear a like boundaries of like what their capacity is yeah. and like you know these are the options I have open for you that I can find them and I'm not mm-hmm. like where's that Facebook message from here and there like yeah, I don't remember yeah. trying to find it was no, it the totally. podcast Facebook yeah. was it my oh Facebook my yeah <laughs> totally yeah. it's hard to manage all oh, and, and, 110%. and we're all trying our best and it's all like you know there's so many different ways to communicate nowadays yeah. too that like 
Oh my God. Yeah. I recognize yeah. that. I recognize that fully. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. And I actually, I find it can be very confusing too when it's just like you have all of these outlets and it's like, how can I reach my audience? Yeah. But also like connect with them mm-hmm. like more. It's, and that makes it a little tricky. tricky. Yeah. Um, so transitioning into burlesque in the city, hey. um, for the people who are listening and want to try and get out there and try some burlesque, um, either newbies, Tori, just recently, uh, in terms of like the umbrella of burlesque or and like just sexy dancing, sexy, <laughs> uh, exotic dance, erotic Yay. dancing, uh, erotic, she, erotic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she just started tantra fitness. Pole I started pole dancing. Oh, amazing. I'm so yeah. yeah. It was so hard. It's so hard. So good. My like, I instantly after I was like, I think I have like ten percent more abs now. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be really fun. There's um a pole dancer that I absolutely love, the Nikki Nindors. I love her. Oh my god, she actually played Ariel in Wet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, she's so amazing. <laughs> oh. Um. So, how are some ways people can try burlesque in Vancouver, whether they already have a dance background or even if they've never done any kind of dance before? Yeah. Um, I mean, number one, I think the Vancouver Burlesque Company is such a sublime studio. We have a new studio, which is so nice. Where is your studio? It's at Union and Gore in Chinatown. Fantastic. Um, It's super private. Lots of big windows and light. It's really beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. So cool. I mean, congrats to Cherry Arrow Yeah, Cherry. That congratulation was just like... They yeah. are, they've worked so hard and we've been looking for like a year to find a space. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they run a lot of progressive classes and everything from like classic bump and grind. I'm teaching burlesque for dancers right now, um, cool. which is great. So if you want more of like a choreography mm. dance training, that's where I, I mean, that's my background too. So yeah. I'm always going to be a little bit more in that like mm-hmm. music video, jazz, contemporary kind of nice. tone. Um, I know both Ariel and Cherry are both expecting little no babes Yay. so um they're teaching more like different i think errol's doing some burlesque intro classes so those cool. are some really interesting ways to look at it um my goal within that company was to create something that had just a little bit of a higher level from a dance mm-hmm. execution oh, point totally. of view that so cool yeah. Yeah, yeah that was something that was coming to me that i was like i felt was important and Definitely. then alternatively if you're in like deeper east fan area the screaming yeah. chickens theatrical society does yeah. becoming burlesque which yeah. is also a whole development program to create a solo so depending on also what your goals are, yeah. that's also a really, it's a, definitely an mm-hmm. investment, but it that's a, a great way to like. It's a great investment. Yeah. yeah. But it, if you really want to make that commitment and get that mentorship, like oh, yeah. Melody Mangler and Ava oh, Moore are like. Amazing. Unbelievable what they do. Yeah. So, and they also, I know that Chickens also run some progressives as well, but uh, my students I've really noticed who've gone through the Becoming program have such a clear sense of their character, their aesthetic, their. Yeah tone like who they are and they actually function as really good humans within the community too yeah definitely yeah I mean and some people actually do all these programs and they actually choose to just keep it to themselves like they Mm. maybe don't necessarily want to be like the fresh-faced feature Mm. at the Vancouver International Burlesque Festival which is also okay too there's a festival there's a festival tell us about the The festival festival. (laughs) um the festival is always in the spring I believe it's the first week of April this year Mm. so very exciting forward to oh definitely and it's interesting it's like burlesque Christmas oh yeah it's it's big Christmas have you been a winner of some of these lovely awards 
I was awarded. Uh, <laughs> oh, <Ooh. laughs> watch these transition cues. <laughs> it's so funny because I almost wrote that into my bio, and then I got like imposter I, syndrome. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I was actually looking. I'm like, I know she's definitely won awards, but I don't know what for. Yeah. So definitely put it on there. I think you know what. You're your own cheerleader. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah be I mean, proud of it. It's interesting. I've won like a whole bunch of dance different things in yeah. choreography. And then, but the like burlesque one that really resonated with me was um, last year. So during the burlesque festival, we have two nights of the show. Um, and then there's also the tit talks, which is like TED talk mm. kind of style. I about. love it. It's so interesting. So great. so great. And then we also on the Wednesday night before the festival have the Buffies, which is sort of like. Our industry awards mm. night, if yeah. you will. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was nominated last year for the Wind Beneath My Wings Award, which is Amazing. like about being a mentor in the city. And Aww. I was going through a really Aww. hard transition with um, some like other work stuff that was happening at the time. So I was pretty vulnerable, I will say that. Definitely, yeah. Um, and then I won, which was really exciting. And I got up and I like, it's on my Instagram still. Like, I. <gasps> fully cried oh yes yeah actually nikki awarded gave me the award oh my god and i remember she like kneeled to me and i was like oh i'm not worthy (laughs) but yeah i totally cried just because i was like you guys take me for me like oh yeah you definitely feel it in that community too though like it it is so such a lovely place to be that's what i want more positivity it is and it's it's so wonderful and i like coming from a personal experience like I joined burlesque in a pretty like low and like transitional point in my Mm. life and just being surrounded by women that are just like you're hot like (laughs) show it off strut it off and like just embrace you and love you for who you are it's it's a beautiful community yeah and I I've done like a bunch of different hobbies and like this is like the number one on my my radar and I think what it's nice is that you can choose your own adventure within it definitely there's definitely some people who are like I'm in this to win it and they've just gone headfirst and yeah. dove really deep and yeah. are like fully going to make it their lives which is unbelievable yeah and then there's definitely some people that are like you know what I'm just going to try this and this is going to be my little thing and yeah. then and I'm going to jump in and out and I totally I don't know I'm kind of at this big turning point in my life where I'm, I'm actually trying to work on that like work-life balance thing yeah <laughs> definitely uh, <laughs> it's an important thing exactly it is the thing yeah and I'm, I'm really noticing I've had some students who've been like you know what I can't necessarily do a progressive but I'll come and I'll take your drop-in classes and I'm like mm-hmm. definitely great I'm like you know you should choose what works for you in yeah. your life and like tell us about your drop-in, drop-in classes, classes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm run them underneath Porsche Favreau Productions uh-huh. which is my my company um and I host them out of the Vancouver Burlesque Company space just because. Very cool. Keep it in the family. Yep. Um, so I run, I have three classes run right now until like June, which yeah. is great. So mm-hmm. I like consistency. Definitely. Um, I teach burlesque, which is really fun. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Is that where you drink and do burlesque? Or is it- <laughs> oh my God, I wish. <laughs> oh my God. Because I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like sexy bar. Oh, like yeah. ballet oh, bar. Like a ballet bar. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of it's those things you need to do with your body are to do sexy dancing or yeah. you need to have that like inner thigh strength and that turnout yeah. and that mobility and like a lot Don't, of the stuff definitely. comes from ballet. But yeah. like, I don't know. I think ballet still is a really scary environment for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And mm-hmm. some people do need to go. They like that kind of tone of yeah. like, yeah. Please, like, whack me into shape. Like, <laughs> totally okay. Like, I had those Russian ballet teachers who were really stern yeah. with me. And, like, uh-huh. I still have that. Like, I'm like, we'll never slouch again. Um, oh, God. But, oh, my God. <laughs> like, we both. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All the tits lifted. Yeah, I love it. 
so yeah, that class kind of naturally became like sexy dance like yeah. bar. So I'm going to cool. kick your butt and then I like love you <laughs> up at the end and like rub essential oils on your head. Lovely. Um, yeah, it's really, and like, it's really sweet. And then I teach Go Go Fit and then also, do that. yeah, it's like Oof. basically Go Go Bungalow. It's yeah. like retro Go Go 60s mm-hmm. moves yeah. to like all that surf rock, Latin, like fun old school music so I love it. cute it's really good cardio training especially if yeah. that's something you're looking to just get mm-hmm. like your yeah get that up and totally yeah there's no choreography which is really fun and then I'm also it's new I haven't I've done like a few little classes but it's I'm teaching like floor work floor play yeah oh. um so obsessed yeah oh my god so I come from like a contemporary background so it's kind of a mix of like sexy erotic stuff with my contemporary mm-hmm. things so you can wear heels, no heels, up to you. That We're just going to so like. so cool. Yeah. I love it. And Roll on the for floor. people who are interested in joining your classes, do they just register on your website? Like how do people kind of get involved into the sign up? So it's interesting. I, one of the big things I've learned is, I've not learned, I've decided that our part of my core value system is yeah, access. Totally. So I've actually lowered my prices and added more classes because if we're in I think if we're in the industry of enriching people's lives, we need to make it accessible. Oh, my God. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. I don't know. I really like that was starting to come up for me as I was looking Mm. at a few different companies. And I was like, the shoe on the other foot, I couldn't afford to do a lot of dance. And it's. I love dancing and I have that same barrier. Yeah. We were just talking about this before you came. Like, we want to be. Like, a, what was it? A student discount that's actually more than 5%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So I, I run class cards and you can buy like a punch online or whatnot so you can go on my website and sign up um but I also you don't have to pre-register to come to my class you can just show up at the door like yeah I've never turned anybody away like these the great thing is these studios are big enough that I usually get you know a, a a full class sometimes yeah. I get three people and you know what that's, that's okay. intimate that's intimate those sometimes, are yeah. Classes too. Yeah. yeah sometimes those three people really need to be there and have that one-on-one mm-hmm. time totally. so yeah depending on how much you want to mm-hmm. dance like I've I was working on it and I'm like I think you know for the people who do want to commit to some more I'm like it makes sense to kind of get a mm-hmm. class card and then yeah. you can get that online and I just handle it on the back end yeah, and totally. yeah it's pretty cost effective I, I felt mm-hmm. um and was like, okay, yeah, because I just like keep on trying to put myself in the consumer mm-hmm. shoes because totally I got into dancing like through a sexy dance program in Toronto like way back in the day, and it uh-huh. was really inexpensive. And yeah. I think that's like the way you want to start it too. You want to build a community. You want to have like your basics and like you're learning just the fundamentals. Like yeah. that's if that is expensive, then you can't even feel like you want to jump in because you're going to start terribly. Yeah, and you're going to be terrible. Yeah, and it's going to be yeah. really hard. Because yeah. I, I mean, I did partner dancing mostly. That's mm. my background. And so very different. And I I had lessons where they had like if you had um you could come on one class and then they had the same class again that week for cool. free included. Oh, which that's was cool. awesome. So I felt like so I was cool. getting a better deal because I could optionally go to this extra class and get more practice. And as a beginner I accelerated like way faster. Yeah. And I felt way less shitty at it. But like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will be shitty. It's okay. Yeah. We'll start there. And it's all interesting too. I mean, there's so <laughs> many like we're all like living and just trying to all make it in this oh, city. Like so true. I respect that. And like at rates are rates and that is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's something in my core value system for drop-in classes in particular mm, that yeah. I'm just trying to keep them as accessible as possible. Oh, for... awesome. That is so inspiring. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing to hear. I'm definitely going to sign for those. Oh my gosh. Um, very interested in the Go Go Bungalow. Tell us a little bit about Shameful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the Main Street like... 
I've, I also run a show out of Cascade as well. So it's that just is, been oh, like, blah, that's blah. right. Yeah, yeah. It's everything. Cascade's my, or excuse me, Main Street's my, my home base, I'm realizing. Yeah. It's a, it's a good place to be. It's fun. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Go-Go's really fun. And you guys do, the Go-Go Bungalow is every Sunday night. Yeah. Um, and then you have the newbie. So... I got so that's all, yeah, so yeah. I've got newbie night. Um, uh-huh. so that's the first Sunday of every month. We do an early show at six thirty. That's three newbies. Cool. Uh, yeah, I they, love things with newbies. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you great. never know what you're gonna get, like newbie comedy shows, like programs. Yeah, like and it's great to like for New the people anything. who like to get their face out there that's and the yeah. burlesque scene. That is well, so an exciting. Usually, like going yeah. somewhere that's more affordable as well. Yeah, like, definitely. You get, to, you get to support someone who's improving and learning at something, and also you get like a bit of a cheaper discount on your tickets. Like it's awesome. There yeah, you go. and we run it in a tip system too, so it's free to go to GoGo, which is awesome mm-hmm. again taking that barrier away was something that the, I'm really lucky shameful has like been my client for a long time mm-hmm. and their team's so awesome the staff mm-hmm. are amazing but we've always kept that as that again that barrier access point yeah is you know that's removed like you walk totally. in and like you get a, if you can get a seat you're there for the show and yeah. then we just ask that you like you know show some monetary compensation <laughs> absolutely to the dancer if you got five bucks great if you got more than that great mm-hmm. my mom came for the first time with my dad like maybe mm-hmm. in October and I was kind of scared <laughs> yeah, I was terrified. like yeah and I remember she got she had a few of the tiki cocktails which oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like she had like five dollars for the tipping jar and uh-huh. she was like if everyone gave five dollars you guys would make some money and I was like that would be great and she was yeah. like I have my $5, Rick. You can have your own $5. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. Um, my oh, mom also but... loves the tiki hat. I don't know what it brings out in people. Like, it's on the place. I think it's a really safe environment. I think so. Totally. Yeah. Everyone who works there is so nice, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's why also the newbie <gasps> thing kind of came up is like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think it's a really safe, really, uh, it's a realistic place to be hired as a dancer, too. Totally. And yeah, I mean, and all the, so in that, too, all the tips for the newbie night go straight to the dancers. So then so... they can cool which is really nice that yeah. is super cool so, thank you so much for setting that up for I think that's so great for the burlesque community and also for the people that kind of want to like okay I want to dance but is this going to go somewhere like can I perform with this can I make... actually using your skills yeah somewhere. and yes. actually like yeah. making like compensation with this like not just my mirror and my yeah bedroom. yeah <laughs> absolutely I've had a few newbie newbies and it's like even watching them like even the staff and I've been like they're not newbies they're all so good <laughs> <That's> so <cool. laughs> they're so good Aww. but you know a lot of them I've said this is the first time I've ever been compensated for dancing just because when you're in a student yeah. and like you know mm. yeah oh my was, god yeah I pay to dance I don't get paid to dance yeah this is mm, so, I gotta work that around yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's really empowering to hand like you mm. know some cash like these three students of mine in particular have been like you know you've been paying your dues and going to yeah. class for years like definitely at what point do you like that was also my argument with mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of I don't I'm not going to put down any other training programs like yeah. there's lots of studios doing lots of dance yeah. and everybody's goals are different but I'm like at what point do you apply your skills if those are your goals to maybe mm-hmm. dance prof- not professionally but like in an environment where you could be compensated yeah, like absolutely yeah and some people have done it too and they're like you know what that was really scary and that actually isn't for me yeah and I'm like that's totally really fair. good to know that yeah like, some people and gone- to know where in your dancing career you actually want to go yeah yeah like some even some like dancer dancers who are yeah. like pros who are in like my La Maison Lush shows yeah they've come in and done like a night with me and they're like that was the scariest thing <laughs> I've ever done I don't ever want to do that again because it's not choreographed yeah, yeah right. definitely it's so, all like improvised totally yeah. yeah so they don't know the songs or anything they just that's come so in funny. I'm like this is what you're doing and they're like okay here you go yeah so so the people, I love it 
Like, oh, I, I would love it. Yeah, I mean, that's that'd what be I do. So that's all cool. I, do. I love the challenge of it. Yeah, and but some people that's a, and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally okay. Especially when you come from a trained dance background, you're right. used to five, six, seven, eight, and like mm-hmm. knowing exactly what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. Yeah. But in there, you have. Yeah, like the liberty to actually like dance freestyle. Yeah, that is so cool. And, and people, <laughs> and that are like you know random people in the audience, and like yeah. drinks on fire. Like, <laughs> it's like just cool a, just a volcano going by. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And so you cool. also have some merch. I have merch. You yeah. have merch for Coco Bungalow. Yeah. yeah. I love that you have your pin on. I do. I'm so happy. Represent. <laughs> actually, funny story with this pin. So I was in line for I think it was like one of the VBS shows bbc shows um and i saw you in line and it was one of those things where um once you kind of get involved with the community you start to add all these people on instagram that are also mm. in part of this and you just kind of quietly fangirl <laughs> on the on the sidelines and i saw you and i'm like oh my god it's Portia. and i'm like i don't want to be weird and be like oh my god i hear you that you have like the go-go bungalow pin i remember that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm just like this sounds so crazy but can i have one <laughs> And I'm like, I'm a big fan. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. And you were kind enough to give me the one on your jacket. Oh, thank you very much. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. That's been the easiest ways that that happens a lot. People are like, I need a pin. And I'm like, just take mine. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) We should wear our pins more or our buttons anyway. I know. I actually was trying to find ours and I couldn't. We need to make more. We need to make more. We need to make more. Distracted. Well, Portia, this has been such a treat. Thank you Ah, so much for coming on. And yeah, yeah, give a big shout out to Cherry for us. Cherry on top, who is expecting to have a baby any day now. Yeah. Crazy. Baby boom. Baby. I love it. <laughs> I keep checking in with her every day. I'm like, is there a baby? And she's like, no baby. And I'm like, baby? And she's like, baby? She, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm really excited about this baby. Aww, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Thank you that's so great. much for coming on, Portia. Thank you. I hope we will see you in class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on any, stage. Everybody's welcome, which is really nice. So. Awesome. So cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. We would like to end this podcast by acknowledging and thanking the land that we are on that is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish people. This podcast produced by Cameron Napier, Allison Shields, and Victoria Fraser. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Allie, would you care to do the honors? Tori and I are excited to be teaming up with Skillshare. Skillshare is an online platform with classes covering nearly every topic you can imagine from internet marketing, graphic design, or even flower arranging. You can take all of their courses from the comfort of your own home. A pretty amazing thing, especially given all the time we're spending at home right now. Sign up for your free trial at skillshare.eqcm.net slash ILYD. If you love their service, you can get a two-month subscription for free. Now, back to the show. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.